Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet recording right after watching a movie and not releasing it for like three weeks. Because <laughs> the only thing more wibbly wobbly than the yeah. subject of our show is the schedule for our show. Yeah. It's the Noobs and the Hoobian. My name is Austin. I'm the Hoobian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're the noobs. noobs. And this is the podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two, two sons, sons who haven't. Except when we don't, because sometimes we won't. And sometimes we're Doctor Seuss. And sometimes for Dr. Seuss. That <laughs> never gets old. Uh, welcome to episode number 120, our timey-wimey number 13, covering Bill and Ted Face the Music. This is the one where two idiots go to the worst couple therapy meeting ever and end up saving the world with the weirdest band ever. Station! <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I was not going to do the cast, and then the noobs uh, did some deep dive. So mm-hmm. Corbin, you want to you want to report back on your on your findings? Uh, well, when we were watching it, I noticed that Kelly was definitely the same person who voiced Mabel Pines in Gravity Falls. So I went ahead and looked at all her stuff. Okay, Kristen Shaw, I think is that right? Yeah, Shaw. Yeah, Kristen Shaw. She has like. Hundreds of credits. Yeah. First of all, first of all, can I just comment that her last name looks like it's Klingon? Oh, dear. Oh, there should yeah. definitely be an apostrophe yeah. between the two A's. Yeah. Like, Kristen Shaw. And the second A is capitalized for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. With an umlaut over it. <laughs> so uh, the only ones I bothered to write down was Mabel Pines and also Trixie from Toy Story, but she's been in like every adult cartoon that exists and <laughs> just a ton of other stuff so as well. So she's got like a very distinct voice. Uh, yeah. Oh, That's the only yeah. reason I recognized her at all. Right. But she she right. still has the same voice from whenever she was Mabel. Like oh, however long She doesn't have to do a voice. Oh yeah. That's, cartoon just, her that's voice. just her like, voice. She sounds like a cartoon Which character. is amazing. Yeah. And um, I actually, I, I'm trying to think, there's a couple things I know her from. There's a, there's a, a show that I watched like some of um, called uh, Last Man on Earth, and she's in that. And um, it's again, it's the same voice. And I, I kind of know her more as like a character actor. Like she's one of these people that just sort of shows up and stuff every mm. now and then. <clears throat> and um, like I said, it's like, oh, can, wait, you're in the show. <laughs> you can be watching it with your eyes closed and you know the moment oh, Kristen yeah. Shaw starts speaking. So, mm-hmm. um, but on that note, Kelly, I, I we had seen her in the trailer, right? Her stepping out of the egg and saying, greetings, my excellent friends, which Uh I took to be, that's how people in the future talk. Yeah. Actually, that must have been a nod because that's how Rufus always greeted them. Yeah. Rufus always said, greetings, my excellent friends. And I just was like, oh, this is like standard future talk. Yeah. And then they're like, Kelly, you're Rufus's daughter. Okay. What? what? When did we learn that? (laughs) Because one of the things we never okay. even heard about a daughter oh, <laughs> or yeah. a wife. Yes. We find out she yeah. he was married to the 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 great one or the great leader or did, whatever. Which did is did we even really get her random. in the first? No, 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 no. That, not even that character existed. Yeah. We had the great ones, the three great ones in the first movie that have nothing to do and, with the second, right, or the first movie. Actually, they really didn't do anything except for the scene when in the first they movie in. they sent they sent Rufus back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then in and I guess in the second one, I don't they even know if we there. saw them in the second one. Did they we? Didn't really go to the future much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. One. I don't. Think they went that to the those future characters. once in the first 
Right. In the first movie, they when went they met one, the one the time. great ones or whatever. Yeah. And then that's in that weird room. All. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so weird room. Um, they, they, I don't think they factored into the second movie at all. I did like that they kind of got an upgrade in this movie because in the first one, it was three of them and they were obviously sitting on Chairs platforms that something. were made to look like they were hovering because they oh, sort yeah. they sort of swayed up and down. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, you know, like technology is improved. Yeah, they were yeah, with their feet floating. hanging down. Yeah. Because in the first movie, they were like seated on invisible floating thrones. <laughs> Who needs to sit anymore <laughs> when you can just float yes. in midair? And- yes. You can just float by your feet. Um, but the, all of that, you know, so we got a lot more backstory about Rufus, but the fact that he had a daughter is fine. That's fine. But the fact that but Bill and Ted knew about it? Well, that's my problem is we're led to believe in this movie that they haven't time traveled since the bogus journey. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that even in the meantime, it's that like, it's become, Oh, they're the crazy guys that think they traveled in time and think that their wives are from what, uh, what was it? 1408, whatever. But the problem is, there's a big continuity problem here because uh, we saw time travel happen on global television. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. remember at the end of Bogus Journey? Special effects or something. <laughs> yeah. Like his dad is like, you didn't travel in time. I'm like, you were standing there when it happened. Yeah. <laughs> they stepped into a box, fell through the floor, then dropped out of the ceiling and came out with 18 month long beards. Like, what are you and doubting me anymore? <laughs> and a and ton, babies. <laughs> yeah. And babies. Yes. How are you two actually two years older than you should be? Uh, right, right, right. Uh, how, yes. How do you even exist? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't understand why, why that all happened. But again, getting back to my core thing here with Kelly is I, I felt to me, it felt like bad writing, lazy writing. Yeah. It was just like, we oh, need to as a character and we need to address who they are. We need to hurry up and get yeah. past the exposition. Oh, you're Rufus's daughter. I just love that it. was never mentioned before. And we're led to believe. I mean, like, I don't know about you guys. I walked away thinking they never saw Rufus again. Right? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. It's not like he, they hung out on the weekends. It's like, oh, hey, Rufus, you know, you got time off your uh, yeah, schooling right. job or whatever. Right, right. Like they, they, they saw him in the first movie. They really didn't even see him until the end of the second movie. And then, like, that's it. And then they yeah. go save the day. Anyways. So, um, Kelly was, um, I, I didn't realize she was going to have the role that she did. Because in the trailer, I kind of got the impression she was going to bring them to the future. And then, like, we were never going to hear from her ever again. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Rufus. Like, Rufus is not super real active in the first movie. He's yeah. almost absent from the second movie. Oh, yeah. And then I thought this was going to be the same kind of thing, but then she ended up playing like a more pivotal role. And I'm fine with that because all the Christian shawl is fine with me. That's yeah. uh, Corbin, um, what was your other note here? Elizabeth and Joanne, their wives, were played by different people. Okay. I have bigger news than that. What? They were played by different people again. Again? It was not the same actresses from the first movie to the second movie. Wait, really? it wasn't? It was not the same actors. You had the same. They brought back Missy. Yeah, Missy right. was in all three movies. Ted's dad was in all three movies. By the way, what happened to Bill's dad? Is he dead? <laughs> like he was not in this movie. I kept waiting for him to show up at the wedding. He like I wonder did that actor die? Something. I don't even remember. Was he in the second movie? 
I don't yeah. know. He was oh, in like yeah, yeah. one scene where he's like the old looking dude sitting in the back or whatever. He's like, oh, I can't believe yeah. I lost Missy. That's right. Yeah, I can't believe Mi- yeah. Yeah, I lost Missy. Um, but yeah, she shows up again. And uh, but they but they couldn't cast either of the four original actresses oh, yeah. that played the uh, the princesses. And what did you guys say in the theater? <laughs> or maybe it was you. It was like fifteen years younger. Trip's than them. like they're so much younger than Bill and Ted. I was like, yeah, they really are. <laughs> um, and the one the one actress the the one with the darker hair, I recognize her, but I can't remember who who she is and what I recognize her from. I don't but when I saw her, I was like, oh, that's totally not the same actress. Which is hilarious because I think in the first movie, like, they're practically kids. They're both 18 oh, yeah. at the oh, most. Yeah. But then they grab, like, 25-year-old princesses. Yeah. But now, somehow, the princesses are younger. Why do you think they were 25-year-old princesses? I don't, they just They could have been like 18 it. then. They I could have been, but they didn't mm. look like yeah. it. So, f- for whatever reason, we, we didn't get... We we got complete inconsistency with the princesses in all three movies. Like the only thing better would have been if they'd have brought back like <laughs> one from each. Yes. <laughs> they'd brought back the Elizabeth from the first movie, but the uh, Joanne from the second. Oh my goodness. You're like, come on, guys. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. And I happened to catch uh, that in uh in an article that had one of the one of the headlines that we just railed about recently on an episode where uh the the headline was get this guys. 45 Easter eggs, references, and stuff you missed. And one of the things, guys, like number three on the list was, that was Jesus and the disciples. I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't think there was 45 things in that movie, Uh, let alone references. I don't think there were 45 scenes in that movie. Um, But yeah. You didn't realize that was Jesus. What is wrong with you? He literally (laughs) walked on on water. water. (laughs) Now that, if they'd have put that on there, if they'd have said, we saw Jesus at the beginning, you know, early in the film, and then later, if you notice, he's walking on water, because that was pretty quick. Like, that was a little subtle, so it would have been like, if you'd have sneezed, you'd have missed that. So that would have been worth putting in. But not the fact that, yeah, but not the fact that that was Jesus and the disciples. However, Uh, one of the things in the article was that, what I just said, that it was not only different actresses, it was different actresses again. That it was history. Well, no, 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 because it said, no, it said, good. this and one did say, missed. it said references, Easter eggs, and things you might have yeah. missed. So I Which, was like, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to lay off on that. I'm not going to rant on that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but Anything seriously. Anything that's in this movie. <laughs> the first, yeah, the first like six things, I didn't even get past number 10, I don't think. But the first like <laughs> six things on the list was just like, here is a thing that was in the movie. Oh, yeah. It's like, it wasn't even a reference, you know, but anyways. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't a callback. It wasn't an Easter egg. It was nothing. So, uh, guys, Noobs in the Whovian, as always, is brought to you by R5 Website Management. You guys know the drill. Get your hosting, domain registration, security. Um, if you need help putting all that together, we can help you out with that as well. So you can email Austin at r5websitemanagement.com. We can help you get started. But if you're more of a DIY kind of person and you're ready to get your website off the ground, head over to store.r5websitemanagement.com. Use the code NOOBS at checkout to see if your co-hosts are still awake and get 15% <laughs> off your entire order. All right, so uh, random stuff we noticed. I just we, I thankfully we were at a, a theater that had a tray because <laughs> I had my notebook in front of me, jotting down notes in the dark. Um, so uh, we'll just throw in the random stuff. This is where we're going to talk about the movie, but we're going to talk about the time travel later. Yeah. So if we feel ourselves drifting, 
<laughs> it's it's all three of our responsibilities to pull the other two back okay so random stuff we noticed um first of all i thought there was a nice little retcon where i think it was ted's dad yeah yeah ted's dad talking about the daughter says remember when you used to call him little bill and little ted that turned out to be a curse because they're you know like they're just like you they're living at home and uh. they don't have jobs and everything and i was like well, that was a nice little retcon, wasn't it? Yeah. Because one of the biggest problems that some fans had going into this movie was they had sons at the end of Bill and Ted, uh, a bogus journey. And so they're like, hey, you remember when you used to call them little Bill and little Ted? Because really their names are Billy and Thea. Because it was Billy S. By the way, that was one of my favorite lines in the movie. Billy S. Preston Esquire and Thea Theodora, Theodora. Logan. <laughs> So freaking! Dope. They just use the exact same thing and just like carbon copy, but yeah. but swap it out. Thea Theodora. Thea, yeah. Instead of Ted Theodore Logan. By the way, should I not bring it up? What? <laughs> what? I okay. Something. Okay, this is okay. This is legit. Okay, Ted is short for Theodore. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so some people might not know that. Like, it's one of those nicknames that kind of doesn't make sense. Like. Bob is short for Robert. Like, yeah. how does that happen? So I had to kind of explain to Trip. I was like, you get that joke, right? That Ted is short for Theodore. And he was, was like, like, wait, what? what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, it's one of those things. So, um, yeah, Ted. I, by the way, I didn't get that joke for years oh. watching that movie. <laughs> Ted Theodore Logan. First of all, it should be Theodore Ted in, in like, you know, air quotes. Yeah. That's how you do it, right? You put the nickname after the first name. But secondly, why are you including it at all? Uh, Just say uh, Ted Logan. Why is it? T- but anyways, so when I was growing up, I literally thought Theodore was his middle name. I thought his name uh-huh. was Ted Theodore Logan. Anyways, um, so they just totally retconned that. No, no, no. Those were not boys in the papooses on their back at the end of yeah. Bogus Journey. Obviously, that was their daughter. They just called him totally. little Ted and little Bill because why not? It's- yeah, because they're they they're just like the others. And wow. Oh, can I be? Can I be? Uh, can I be the idiot for a second? Um, was Billy Bill's daughter? And Theo was Ted's daughter? No, I'll be no, honest. they they switched names. Yeah, they, they named them after each other. Did did they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they named they honest. named them after each other. Through, throughout the movie, I could not keep it straight. I in don't my know head. who is who either. Yeah. So B- Billy is the blonde. Well, that's the thing. Is that there so okay, so Bill and Ted, Bill is the blonde. Mm-hmm. And Ted is the brunette. And with the daughters, Billy is the blonde and Thea is the brunette. But are we saying that the blonde, that Billy is Ted's daughter and Thea is Bill's daughter? Is that what we're saying? I, don't I really know. don't know. I got all the way through fast. this movie and I didn't know. There was only one scene where it would have been clear. It was when one of them said, Uncle Ted, and the other one said, Uncle Bill. And I don't remember which one said <laughs> I can't remember who said what. I was like screaming into there. Do they live in the same house? Yeah. Are they supposed to be living in the same house? Well, I mean, the kids did. Yeah, because they did everything together. The kids were there together. That's true. But like they they rolled up to the house after leaving couples couples therapy. Yeah. (laughs) In one car. In one car. They rolled up to the same house, obviously. And he's like, you know, we brought him out of England for, you know, oh, yeah. for what? For this? And pointed at the house. Because, yeah, because yeah. apparently they all live in the one house. <laughs> oh, um, which, by the way, can I just say, can I just, like, pet peeve for movies when they're like, you know, we were supposed to be, like, 
rich and famous and have great lives. Not this. And they point to like Massive a big giant story. house on a oh, cul-de-sac yeah. in the suburbs. I'm like, oh, whoa, this is house you. only has six rooms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this house only really? has 10 more rooms than we actually use. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, can you can you tell which family uh, on the podcast has been house hunting recently? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I wonder. So, um, yeah, that's the thing is um, I, I was never clear about which literally whose child was who yeah i think though i think they named their kid after themselves not after each other but i but i, I don't feel like it was the other way around in bogus journey i don't remember i don't remember, I don't remember. at any rate well you know what though it's probably just like you know they always tell their wives we love you oh yeah, yeah. maybe it's just like communal daughters too like eh, we don't even remember which one is which <laughs> we don't care <laughs> it's not a big deal um, so anyways, um, let's see other, other great lines. Um, Bill says, uh, dude, what about our fans? And Ted says, Bob and Wendy will be fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fantastic joke. Yeah. And then there was a line that I missed cause I was so busy laughing at that where he said, I, I'll have to check back in with somebody or I haven't heard from somebody in a while or something like that. Yeah. But in other words, they have two fans. Like, oh, that, yeah. was, that was fantastic. Um, I thought, okay, so we, we jump into the future. And I had a couple notes about the future. First of all, that was an amazing George Carlin cameo. That was so well done. It could have been so bad. It, yeah. it, like, I'll be honest with you. I did not want to see George Carlin in this movie. Because I was like, you can't do it right. There's no way to do it well. And then they did that. And that was that amazing. Was cool. Okay, now for, okay, now I will say this. I will say this. When they walked by the phone booth and he like started like materializing there, like his hologram or whatever. I got confused. I thought what they were seeing was Rufus about to go back to meet them in the first movie, huh? which wouldn't make sense. It, the, the timeline. timeline. Yeah. Later on the time I was like, Oh, the timeline wouldn't make any sense, but, um, <laughs> but none of the timeline makes any yeah. sense. No, but I thought, I thought they were walking by just as he was leaving for the first movie. And oh. then uh, when he stepped out, and and they just they just literally used the footage of him in the first movie yeah. walking out of the phone booth and saying greetings my excellent friends but overlaid stuff on it to make it clear that he's a hologram yeah. mm-hmm. and then what was great what was great is as they walk away and he's off camera you hear him you now you can tell oh this is a museum piece because he says greetings my excellent friends and you realize he's talking to you the museum visitor because he yeah. says what you're seeing is the original phone booth I used when I first traveled back in time and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, they did a really good job with that. They Mm -hmm. either got somebody to do George Carlin or digitized up some deep fake mess. I don't know what they did, but it was good because it was perfect. If you don't know it's going to happen, you don't think, Oh, that sounds so fake. Cause you're not listening for it. You think that that's all right. Then they walk. And I, 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 again, just having it was such a subtle, subtle little yeah. nod. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't like about it is that nobody on screen referenced it. Yeah. Like Bill and Ted acted like it was the most normal thing to walk past a hologram talking mm. to you. And again, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I can't get the feeling. Have they been like, to the future? I don't like, know. This is what I mean. Thousands of times. This yeah. is what I mean. I like. I. I. I'm trying to remember at the end of Bill and Ted. Where we left things at the end, I keep saying Bill and Ted, Bogus Journey. At the end of Bogus Journey, the the phone booth was there and Rufus was there. So I yeah. guess we're led to believe that 
Rufus got in the phone booth and went back to the future. <laughs> uh, um, and presumably death took station back to heaven or something. No, 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 because they're in the, no, they're, they are, they're like in the band, right? Yeah. Or no, wait, they're not. I don't know. No, 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 that's right. The, 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 the epilogue is basically them and death. Yeah. The, the princesses aren't even really mentioned on, on all the like magazine covers and everything. Hmm. So, so yeah, presumably Rufus leaves with the phone booth and they never travel in time again until this movie, but they keep acting like everything is normal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so they walk they past the hologram and they don't go like, whoa, Rufus, and then get psyched out or, and like oh. Kelly should have definitely said, hi dad, you know, something like oh. that. Like that would have been nice. But, um, anyways, um, we did a little bit of, uh, we, well, we started to do a little bit of digging because it said, you know, when it showed the future at the beginning, it said San Dimas, California, 2720. And I was like, Ooh, definitive date. What were the da- What was the future in the original movies? Mm-hmm. Corbin looked it up and he said an excellent adventure. It was 2688. Did you not find bogus journey? No, I couldn't find anything. <clears throat> I feel like at the beginning of bogus journey, when they were outside when like Bill like- and Ted University, yeah. whatever, it said San Dimas and the year, but we couldn't find it. Yeah. But what that means is, if you're looking at the math, 2688 was exactly 700 years from when the first movie came out. Mm. And now we're 2720. So we're exactly 700 years from this movie coming out. Mm. And I'm willing Clock to bet. is always running in San Dimas, uh, except when it's not. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I just, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was an interesting little nod there that, um, and that is kind of a weird mechanic of the, of the entire trilogy is that the future is progressing forward at the same rate that the present is progressing forward. Which does kind of break things. Doesn't make any yeah. sense because that's not sense. how anything when works. You can seemingly choose when you go back in time to. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. we'll we'll get back to that. Uh, let's see. There were just some fun lines where um, uh, Ted talks about going into the future and stealing the song from themselves when they've you know already written it. And mm-hmm. Bill says, Ted, of all the counterintuitive ideas you've had, this is the counterintuitivist idea of them all. And I was like, holy what? crap, how do you spell counterintuitivist? <laughs> here's the thing I love about Bill and Ted, and Bill tends to do it more than Ted, is Bill will use big words. Yeah. yeah. Like he talked about, he complimented Billy and Thea's musical acumen. Yeah. And yeah, it, like, with his total like, stoner wait, do you voice. actually like know this yeah, stuff? Like, your musical acumen is most impressive. You know, it's like, no what did you, you know just what that say? Means? <laughs> I've not even heard of that word. This is concerning. <laughs> so the fact that he was able to say counterintuitivist of all uh, without stumbling at all. I do wonder how many takes that took, though, however, because who, who knows if if uh, if the actor is mm-hmm. <laughs> easily uh, uses the, this kind of language as Bill himself. Uh, let's see. The scene with the therapist having a breakdown was hilarious. Oh my Fantastic. So when Bill wait, and Ted, wait, what are you guys talking about? I love you can princesses. That's a word. That was my, yeah. That was one of my favorite lines in the whole thing. Princesses. Uh, sure, that's a word. And then uh, when she walks back into the room, and it's like, was that supposed to be George Washington? I, right. I yes. don't remember because we had seen him crossing the Delaware. And he's like, and then he no, no, no. And she's yeah, like, she's like, no, no. <laughs> I am not losing my mind. I but, just love, she only thought that Bill and Ted were crazy at first, but then the princesses started oh, going yeah, along with from, it. Oh, and she's like, so casual yeah. about it. Elizabeth she's is like, like, oh, you see, we're, I'm from 1408. Well, I was born in 1408. Well, 1410. Pointing, 
I was like, wow, just you know, throw her under the bus for being what younger, I guess. I don't know. Uh, or no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry, that's right. It was the other way around. She was like, I was born in 1410. We were born in 1410. Well, 1408, and points to you know, the, like, I'm the younger one. You know, um, that that casual uh, shift just, where oh yeah, yeah, this is how it is. <laughs> you know, right? Because up until that point, you've got these two women who appear to be sane. Two, well, and two totally normal women that are married to these crazy men. Oh, yeah. And then you find out, oh, wait, no, they're in on the crazy, too. These people oh, that yeah. deserve because, to be in an actual insane asylum. Oh, right yeah. Now. Right. So I like the line, oh, are you traveling through time again? You haven't done that in years. <laughs> you know, and all these, wait. All these kinds of lines. Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. Um, the, what, oh, there was something else that was said in that scene. Where she's having the breakdown. I don't. I don't know that that whole scene where the therapist, the therapist over the shoulders of Bill and Ted, just like, what is happening? Like her, her facial expressions like, the whole time. We have fantastic. we have some important things to tell our wives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I love Bill. She's throughout. like, oh, y'all get to back already, and we're back. Okay, yes. I love Bill throughout uh, that entire sequence, going, we're gonna fix it. We're gonna fix it. <laughs> so oh, we just made it worse. Yeah. yeah, how did we make it worse, dude? Um, I did put down at one point, I don't remember when exactly this was. There were a couple of moments where I had the thought and I finally wrote it down. Billy and Thea were better Bill and Ted's than Bill and Ted. Okay. And by what I mean is in, in this movie, in this movie, those actors were better Bill and Ted than Than Bill and Ted were. I mean, they just really were. There was, um, I don't remember if it was, I think it was maybe when Jimi Hendrix closed the door. And he was like, you know, oh, like whatever. And like kind of slams the door in their face. Thea does this, oh, what? you know, kind of like jerking of the body in the head and looking at Billy and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, that is spot on Ted from the first He's movie. Like, yeah. Uh. yeah. Yeah. And, um, like when they're looking out the window, like munching on Cheetos and like uh, product yeah. placement. Um, but man, man, how important were those Cheetos for a while? Yeah, they right. carried those Cheetos around for a while. It was even like in the back yeah, of the trip. Pointed that out, like you could see through the doors of the Time Egg, and there's the bag of Cheetos with yeah. the logo still totally visible. Yeah. I'm like, were they paying by the minute of screen time? <laughs> um, but at any rate, they were more important than some of the actors in that <laughs> movie. <laughs> Got more screen time than uh, George than, Washington than Dennis or... Caleb McCoy. Which, <laughs> yeah. by the way, segue perfectly into my next note. What? The heck with the robot, man. Oh, look, oh a robot gosh. died. When, he accidentally killed everybody. He has feelings. When, what is happening? When that you can robot, kill a bus, too, apparently. He, that yeah, you can send a bus to hell? <laughs> okay, okay, wait a minute. All right, so we can wrestle, we can wrestle around with the, the epistemological existential, can a robot go to hell? Okay, we can have that argument. Yeah, yeah. But I think we would all have to agree you don't send inanimate objects to hell by vaporizing them with a laser. Maybe that was a hell gun. You just, you just shoot right. people and then they die. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he like vaporized them, but yes. that's the thing is it, it, the, the SWAT team truck showing up in hell <laughs> turned the robot's <laughs> weapon from a laser beam to a hell portal gun. Yeah. Because that's what, what it essentially became. Sense. Yeah. If he goes down there, I guess maybe it doesn't kill you. It just sends you straight to hell. Or yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. It's like that was the mechanic was like anything you zap with this thing goes straight. To, oh, I'm sorry. 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 Doesn't go straight to hell. Goes 
a hundred feet above hell. Yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah. Falls, yeah. Falls, falls down, drop into it. I'm sad that we didn't get the ah, forever. Ah. Oh wait, oh I dude, this is a totally what was it? This is a totally deep hole. Yeah, I where they were just about, falling through blackness for like oh, three. Yeah, months. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so that was a little nod to that, but I forgot but, about that from the first movie. Wasn't or the second movie. Okay, so so the robot, the killer robot from the future that. Um, that trip called the uh, what was it the the the, the oh that's yeah. that's down in the notes later a giant crystal named Dennis, um, it goes from being like total kick butt robot, to it's like, like yes great leader you know and I oh, will go yeah. and then like like the transformer noise when the crystals appear around it out of nowhere like that was amazing and then he's like. Uh, and so oh, it go- oh, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I mean, like, there was, that was all the transition we got was oh, yeah. that scene. And then oh, the very like, next uh, scene uh, is like the robot bearing its newly formed soul. <laughs> like it goes straight from being like mindless, faceless killer to, oh, no. I have a name. My oh, name yeah. is Dennis. You know, like. Uh, Dennis Caleb McCoy. Yeah. Um, you know what that. Th- him saying his name reminded me of Derek. Do you remember? Um, Trip hasn't seen this yet, but do you remember Derek uh, in the Good Place? Of course. The first so time you guys inter- have to just give me as many references before I see it. <laughs> first time possible. he introduces himself, he says Derek. That's his name, Derek. And every time he says it, it's Derek. But then throughout the episode, he he. Uh, the next time we see him get introduced to somebody he hasn't met yet, he goes. Derek Hofstetler. It's like, when did you get a last name? And then the next time he he strolls up and sticks his hand out for a handshake and goes, Derek Hofstetler, P.I. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and the same thing happened with this guy. He's Dennis. He's the robot named Dennis. And then he's Dennis McCoy. And then he's Dennis Caleb McCoy. Like, why are we getting so much nomenclature on this guy? I don't why is there care. Why so backstory anymore. on his name? I must he's, sincerely apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later. <laughs> He's one of the few people credited with more than just a single name. Right. Most of them don't even have last names. We don't even know Rufus's last name. Oh, and yeah. We know Caleb's middle. I mean, uh, Dennis's middle name is Caleb. Uh-huh. <clears throat> My only note there was, is it with a C or a K, Dennis? Come on. Which one yeah, is it? Got it. Uh, um, but I, 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 I didn't like kid. that robot, I love but he kid. made me love him and I hated him for making me love him because it was so dumb. He was so stupid. It was not, it didn't deserve to be a character that I liked. It was so dumb. But can I be honest? Can I just be honest? We haven't gotten into, you know, was this a good story? But can I just, can I just give a sneak peek of my rating of this movie and say, this movie did not deserve to be as good as it was because it was stupid. <laughs> and I will elaborate more later, but for, for right now, suffice it to say, I'm glad your mother did not go to see this movie oh with us. She would have hated, no, she would not have hated this movie. She would have hated me for taking her to it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, um, why was Kid Cudi a theoretical physicist? What? That was just what? Like plain stupid. I really I thought he was supposed to be some thing. kind of musician or something. Who was that dude? Well, I mean, you know, Kid Cudi is an actual. No, musician. I have no idea who that dude is. Okay, he's like a he's yeah. a musician. Oh. This was their stunt casting. Okay, remember remember in the last movie we had the guy from Faith No More? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This was their stunt casting this movie. Oh. Right? And I, no I don't know, I don't for the life of me know how Kid Cudi aligns with 
anything to do with the Bill and Ted franchise. Yeah. I have no idea. Let alone being a theoretical physicist who knows. Yeah, but to have him all of a sudden be like, you know, okay, first oh, of all, and I'm wise here, old right? dude. Why? About- we, we, okay, so we get that Bill, uh, that Billy and Thea are musical geniuses. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. Like we kind of get that early on. Mm-hmm. There's, they drop little hints in our lap throughout the beginning and then it grows over time that these two are obviously beyond their fathers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Musically speaking. Then when we get to Kid, first of all, Kid Cuddy is a theoretical physicist. And then secondly, Billy and Thea are able to keep up. <laughs> yeah, right. Like just because they get music doesn't mean on that. like a very high level. Like I'll grant you that. <laughs> Why are they also music like doesn't let masters you, of quantum physics? Yeah, music doesn't let you solve <laughs> the inner workings of the universe. Yeah, yeah. Well. No, they're, they're just, I mean, always I guess, linked. Once you figure out what music you like, you can learn the secrets of the universe. I guess theoretically yeah. in this universe, that is the case because yeah, a music song is the unites only all thing, yeah. of, of space and time. Well, I mean, so if I you guess, give okay. every single person an instrument and... At and what tell them the, to play and see at the most end people of the world. <laughs> if at the end of the world you hand everybody a random instrument and say, use this, yeah. I'm an all powerful being and then leave or whatever. Yes, I am a, I'm essentially an infinite version of myself. And you're like, like what? Check you later. <laughs> and then it just like popped out of existence. Like Wait, uh, was extra. <laughs> um by the way, I they showed a clip of that in one of the trailers where the um the phone booth exploded into like infinite versions of itself. They showed just that special special effect happen. And what I thought that was going to be was I thought for some reason there was going to be like infinite Bill and Ted's in like some big battlefield type oh, of okay. type of scenario that, or um, there were, there were clips in, if you watched all of the trailers, you got to see Bill and Ted in jail you got mm-hmm. to see weird, eccentric Bill and Ted with the <laughs> British accents, although they didn't speak, so you didn't hear the British accents, but you saw them in the weird clothes, mm-hmm. right? So we saw some of that. So what I thought was going to happen, I thought this was going to be about possible timelines. Not, not timeline one consistent that. timeline. I thought Bill and Ted were going to be hopping around exploring alternate timeline versions of But themselves. they literally do end up in that jail and become gigantic muscle dudes there's so much i don't understand about that we'll, we'll get we'll yeah. get we'll get into the time uh the time travel stuff um but yeah so kid cuddy was a theoretical physicist um along along that line in that in that scene as well as several other scenes i made a note i wish that a movie about music where music is the key to reality mm-hmm. and it even has face the music in the title Okay, a franchise built on the idea of music saving the universe. Uh I really wish that they had on a production level spent a little more time teaching the actors how music works. Did you notice? Okay, specifically instruments. Yeah. Every person that held an instrument in that movie with two except, sorry, three exceptions looked like they had never held an inst- a musical uh. instrument of any kind in their life until the moment the cameras were rolling. <laughs> they have a guy come on to play Louis Armstrong mm. who mm-hmm. looks like he's never seen a trumpet. <laughs> the scene where he's... someone pretend- who actually knows how to play. Yeah. The scene where he you don't- blasts out some notes real oh, quick yeah. so that... Uh, uh, oh, so that Jimi Hendrix would realize it was really him. 
he's not holding it right. His mouth isn't in the right position. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm a trumpet player. Yeah. Trump's a trumpet player. Same. Corbin's a trombone player. My we know what it was like. Was Jesus playing the trombone because that was not right. No, but of course he wouldn't know. That makes sense. If you hand a random dude a random instrument. No, 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 no. Because in universe, he's supposed to actually be playing it. So yeah, first of all, you have true. the, wait, what? Everybody knows how Everybody, to play Everyone yeah. knows instrument. how to play in C. Most people couldn't play an <laughs> instrument if you gave it to them. Yes, tell the entire out. universe it's in C, 177 beats a minute or whatever and it was. Like, like, whatever it was, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like, if you told me that, I wouldn't know exactly the tempo beats, yeah. 165 is. But um, for that matter, you say C major. Okay, what style? Yeah. What are we yeah. playing here? Is there a rhythm? Is there a is there a melody? But okay, give us okay, these two facts and that. Beat. Yeah, you hire a guy to play Jimi Hendrix, and you hire a guy who looks like again he's never held a guitar, let alone played. Well, one. it only matters to people who actually have played these instruments. They're the only people that notice. I'm gonna say Which though, is a, a lot, lot of people, people have played a guitar. <laughs> yeah, okay, now the three exceptions. The three exceptions are Bill. Ted and death, oddly enough. Wow. Probably death, because when he's sitting there playing the bass, I think he was legitimately we playing literally that bass. Probably was. Yeah. When Bill and Ted, oh, by the way, oh, I was so sad. You know, there was a stinger. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Oh, did you? Yeah, where they got up and they were like, Beer, nah, yeah, the old Bill like, and Ted played it. By the way, if you did, if you left, done that. If you, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was in the middle of it. Bill starts like leaning into Ted oh. and they stop playing and he's like, no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> and they start playing again. So, Corbin, did you did you get to see it? I saw it just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Bill and Ted looked like they knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. Now, obviously, obviously, their fingers didn't exactly match up with the notes that were being heard. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But you could tell, by the way, Keanu was in a band at one point. Uh, Keanu, you can tell, plays guitar. Um Alex Winters, I don't know if he's ever actually played a guitar, but he looks like at least an actor who tried to learn, <laughs> right? He's holding it right. His fingers are moving, right? His both hands are doing things. When they, Jimi Hendrix, they purposefully cut the guitar out of the shot at one point. <laughs> I'm like, you're showing Jimi Hendrix. He's gonna you be can't play not guitar. show the guitar. So there were just, there were lots of moments like that. Um, there was a part where, uh, the the cave woman was playing the drum set and nothing oh, yeah. was lining up. Yeah, you know, well, like that's hard to do. That's common in movies where you have a drummer in the background and you can tell that the music not. you're hearing was not playing when that drummer was drumming, yeah. and it was added in post. Um, it's hard to match that up. I'll give you that. Fine, but these people that look like they never held it. Keanu Reeves looked like he knew more about playing trumpet when he played that trumpet. Oh yeah. Then the guy that was playing Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Okay. Drives me nuts. I also love that Mozart picks up a flute and just starts playing some yeah. of his works on it. That's right? like thousands of years old. Then he hands the flute back and, and she, she starts playing it. the next few bars. You're like, Oh my gosh. Minute. Oh my gosh. You're right. She didn't play what he played. I yeah. was thinking that that was like showing off how awesome she is. She mimicked what he did, but you're right. She played the next two bars. Oh my gosh. And then, it's the she played song, the next obviously. two bars. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I do love, mm. one of my favorite things about this entire franchise is how completely cool historical characters seem to be with the concept of time travel. 
Yeah, oh, they're yeah. just like, yeah, sure, whatever. I, yeah, like, let's go. Like, they're a little weirded like, out. Like, you have, what is this phone yeah, thing? There's one moment where he's like, what's going on with this phone? But look, here's some fantastic bass player. I've never seen him. I don't know what this instrument is, but <laughs> I'm going to go see him. Because why not? Because he knows yeah. me. Good stuff. Yes. Um, you know what? This was supposed to be right under Kid Cudi, but um, after we have the scene with Kid Cudi walking up to Bill and Ted, so like we've already established that he's a theoretical physicist and oh, he's a yeah, genius and whatever. Then later on, they're like, Kid Cudi, how do we do the thing where we save the universe? Like, like you have traveled in time before. I, know. I do not know how this works. <laughs> well, no, no, no. What Bill and Ted said was, is it theoretically possible for an infinite number of us's to take instruments to every person who ever lived at every moment in time. Like, first of all, no. how did they come up with that plan? Yeah, right. And then secondly, he's like, yeah, totally. Here's, and like, blah, 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 blah. Like, just no, a bunch of Neil, Neil deGrasse sure. Tyson it up here for you. Blah, 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 blah. Richard Dawkins, do, do, do. And then, um, and they're like, yeah, but how? And then he does the whole thing and then they walk away oh, and wow. he does Preston. the Bill and Ted, one hand up, one hand over the heart and goes, station. And I was like, what? That's the lamest attempt to include an iconic character in this movie. It wasn't even in the movie. Throwaway line. That's what I mean. Like it was just a nod to him. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh wow. No, no, isn't that like a greeting thing or something that they do? Because it's a greeting in the future. No, 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 no. Here okay, so Corbin, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is Station would have become famous back at the end of Bogus Journey. And the use of station as a, remember the guy from Faith No More, whose name completely escapes me. Yeah. He said station. Station. And he was a contemporary of the 90s, right? So by the time we get to 2020 in the Bill and Ted universe, saying station in 2020 would be like saying groovy. Okay. I have to know though. I'm sorry. It would be like saying groovy when I was in high school in the 90s. No, that's my point, is that it would have been passe by that time. It would have been like old. Or if we're led to believe that it was a common enough phrase that it stayed current for 700 years, because Which, as you said, yeah. in the future, they were happen. saying station. Yeah. Why, why? But why? Why just throw that in there where he, as they're walking, and, and it's as throwaway a throwaway line as I've ever seen. Like, and more importantly, that- how did station ever become a saying? He played the freaking bongos with them once, and it wasn't even the time that they made the song that saved the world. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's true. Most people That's probably didn't even know his name when they were watching it. Well, no, still, he, he introduced Plus, them. this should have totally been the scene when them. they handed Station a bongo or something. Uh, yeah. Or, like, handed him an Oh, in this movie, you mean? Well, yeah, because yeah. oh, they went yeah, through yeah. all of space and time and whatever. Oh, that would have been so great. They yeah. were saving all of time. Like, How did that oh, man, not happen? Why didn't they hand them a, a bongos on Mars? Something. Or yeah. something you like know? that. Yeah. Well, I, and of course, I will say this, though. They were saving all of time, but they were saving humanity. They were uniting yeah. humanity through space and time. <laughs> not, to save all of time. And all of reality, yeah. Yeah, because Earth is the only thing that actually right. matters. <laughs> well, if Doctor Who has taught us nothing, well, <laughs> it's that... Planet Earth is the most important planet in the universe. Just like every companion yes. is the most important person in the universe. So. Yes. <laughs> All right. So um, we need to go ahead and get into the uh, time travel details and and start uh, 
sort of picking this apart here. So first of all, Trip, what did you have for the method of time travel? Oh, I actually didn't write this. Oh, who did? Corbin did. did. Oh, Corbin did. Okay, You've well, then Corbin. You've been saying this. I thought I... you did because I asked earlier and nobody responded. So I assumed I had it right when I was like, oh, did Trip write this? Nobody said anything. I was like, okay, well, they didn't correct wow. me. Apparently, y'all are ignoring me. Yes, Corbin, tell right. us about the method of time travel. Uh, a phone booth, a space egg, and a giant crystal named Dennis. Okay, so I want to ask you guys, because I loved it, which means you probably hated it. Did y'all hate or love the fact that they had the original phone booth from the first movie? Oh, I yeah. that was fine. I said that they should Oh, really? Okay. I said, oh, they should totally use I'm this. Like, at the beginning, museum piece I was works, like, but... they should totally have it because uh, of nostalgia. Well, that but... was the funny thing, was that it was kind of wonky. I thought that they were leading up to, at some point, this thing's going to break. Yeah, I do love how rough yeah. it was the whole time. Well, well like, everything else was perfectly Yeah, like he had to like fine. bang the side of the thing to get it to go. And then as they went through the time circuits the first time, it was really <laughs> rough. They were slamming into it and they looked at each other. That's that's what's called Chekhov's gun. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's are y'all familiar with Chekhov's gun? Yeah. If there's a gun in the first in the opening scene of a play, this is you know, an old, in a in the opening scene of a play, that gun must be fired by the end of the play. Yeah. Right? In other words, it's the idea of like conservation of details in in plays and movies. You don't include something for no reason. And the fact that they drew that much attention to there's yeah. something wrong with the time machine leads me to believe they cut something. There's a scene that got cut. There's a B plot that got cut, and they forgot to remove. They got stuck that part of it in a time. Yeah, something, something, something like that. Yeah, you know the 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 princesses get lost in time because of whatever. I don't know. Um, so we did have the phone booth, the space. I thought the space egg was cool. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. interesting. I'm surprised though that it wasn't the giant crystal thing that we saw at the beginning of the first movie. Remember where it, oh, it yeah. came down? It took 20 minutes to come down out of the ceiling. Yeah. And then it just turned into the phone booth. Um, I'm surprised it didn't look more like that. But the robot did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was crystalline in his in his uh, little space time suit thing. They decided cool. an egg looks cooler for 2020 than... <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess. I guess. Phone booth or whatever. So, there was a lot more purple in this movie. I don't know if that says anything about our time, but there mm. was a very heavy purple theme in this movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so the rules of time travel because... Okay, let's... let's the, the rules of time travel thus far in Bill and Ted, in the Bill and Ted universe, is that the clock in San Dimas is always running, right? That was one of the rules that we established. And we yeah. doubled down on that in this movie. Yeah. They had that... It was running when they were dead and in hell. Right. <laughs> so... And when they were in the future, and when they were in every other future, and when they were dead and in hell, yes. The clock was still running. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, um, Rufus's clock. Mm-hmm. His old yeah. fob watch, which I'm like, could we get a few more Doctor Who ripoffs in yeah. this in this movie, please? Yeah. Like, could could we give them maybe Come like on, pull a pull out a Sonic or something? I was gonna say, could they have like an acoustic hammer or yeah. something? Pornos. <laughs> um, oh, the guitar from the first movie when he strummed it, it like shot something. Oh wait, no, he just chucked the guitar on the. No, top. he used the guitar like a grappling hook in the second <laughs> yeah. movie. That's what that was. Um, and then, can you change the past? All right, so. In Bill and Ted One and Two, can you change the past? I don't think uh, so. I think what we no. what we came down to is you can't, but it leads to all kinds of bootstrap paradox problems, which we're going to get to in a minute. So in this movie, in this movie, can you change the past? No, I did. because they always wrote the song. No, they didn't. All right, the think older harder. versions of them clearly didn't. And yet, the older versions remember everything that happened. 
and somehow okay, things still turned right. out different. So we have in my in my mind, we have we have to answer this, we have to think about this question in two different lights, two different contexts. One is the song that saves reality, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the first movie, if Rufus didn't go back in time and help them pass their test, then they would have broke up and never would have wrote the song that saved the future. Yeah. Right? In the second movie, uh, Rufus goes back to prevent Denomalos for his robots from killing them and preventing them from writing the song that saves the future, which means they end up saving the future by writing the song. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. In the third movie, we are still talking about the dang song that is going to save the future. By the way, if we'd have gotten to the end of this movie, didn't get the song, I would have torn the screen off the theater. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't make a four if, and still. I'm have. telling you, I'm telling you. I mean, like, yes, we can, listen, I am all game for, Bill for Ted Bill and Ted four colon Billy and Thea. I'm ready oh, yeah. for that movie to happen. I'm fine with that, but it can't be about the song that saves the future. We, yeah. we're, we're, we had to do that. Like, we had to finish that up here. I'm pretty sure they wrote that song at the end of the second movie, but then it's just like, no, it never Bye. happened. Yeah, that all was, those news yeah. articles. Okay. So, so the other thing though, uh, so so again, it's about the song. It's about the song, mm-hmm. and if all of the things in the movie didn't happen, both the things in the future and the things in the past, and all the futures in between the present and the future, and then all the things that happened in the past and the past and the past. If all of those uh, things didn't <laughs> happen, then the present could happen, which means the song wouldn't be written, which means there'd be no future. Blah. Right? right, which is meaning all that all throughout time. That's all everybody that, got a thing. Meaning everybody should have remembered. Everyone should have remembered this already. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back to that. I'm gonna come back to that. But the other element of can you change the past here is the other us's. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in this movie, uh, as we've had in the past, we had Bill and Ted, like Bill and Ted Prime. And then we had the other us's, right? We had the other Bill and Ted. And, yeah. you know, in, in the first movie, it was the other us's in the one scene in the parking lot at the beginning. And then yeah. in the second one, the other us's were the evil robot us's. So now in the third movie, we're going to have multiple other us's that are really the same ones. Yeah. Okay. So there is a, there's a continuity of self, right? The first time they meet Bill and Ted two years in the future, they meet themselves two years in the future they remember coming to that point, right? Mm -hmm. The future Bill and Ted remember coming to visit themselves two years earlier. So that's why they like ran away and all this kind of stuff, right? So they remember the past version of themselves. And then the next time we see them, that is the same other us's, right? Mm -hmm. Push push back on me if I'm wrong. No, it's definitely the same. Okay, so when we see them in in prison, they're, they even referenced the last time we saw you. They in did prison? the second time as well. They were like, yeah. unlike last time, we're yes. prepared for you. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so each time, every time we're seeing future Bill and Ted's, it is the same ones. Those are the same yeah. two characters just progressing through their lives. But we have to remember that they are the original Bill and Ted just progressing forward yeah. in their timeline. So we're always yeah. like that one step removed, now we're two steps removed, now we're three steps removed, but it's always the same Bill and Ted. So Bill and Ted, presumably, after this movie takes place, they they did the song, right? Right? Mm-hmm. They did the song, they right? They did about the song. Right? What they, the None heck? of it happened. They break up they with for, their wives. Right? Their kids hate them. They go to yes. jail. 
They, and then they, they spin- break. They break into Dave Grohl's house, which, by the way, that was your second stunt casting for this oh, movie. Yeah. Um, they break into Dave Grohl's house. They get arrested. Therefore, they're in jail years later, getting all buffed and ripped. And then, for whatever reason, after they get out of jail, they lose all of that and go back to their regular size and get super duper old and give themselves the recording of the song that they don't remember having happened. Yeah. What? They give them the song that they didn't record, by the so way. So clearly something changed. That's, okay, that's my point is, can so, so far in this franchise, can you change the past? The answer is no. Every time we've seen them interact with other versions of themselves, They've it is a closed loop. They've even caused a thing. Like him going back and doing the live feed caused the Denomalos going Denomalos trying to kill Bill and Ted is what causes them to become world famous. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably, right? Uh the great the great leader sending another robot back, by the way. Uh somebody called Bill and Ted three the best possible mashup of Bill and Ted one and two. Oh yeah. <laughs> because we're like Let's travel through time forward and backward and go to hell. And <laughs> like, robots and dead. And, and robots yeah, are going to come back to try and kill them. Cl- killer robots. Except this time it's the good guys. You could call them. Yeah, the good guys, guys are sending back the robots. So, so them sending the robot back plays a part in everything coming to fruition. So you can't change the past because even if you try and change the past, you're going to cause it, which I think I read that quote the other you know a couple episodes ago however 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 in sort of like the (laughs) to quote knives out the hole in the donut is that Uh, in the midst of it we have this other timeline that should not ever exist we have this other donut but they have (laughs) smaller hole smaller donut with a smaller hole (laughs) (laughs) i'm a british man doing a southern accent that's why i sound like (laughs) colonel sanders (laughs) watch knives out people um it's it's this timeline within the timeline that shouldn't ever exist. Mm-hmm. And yeah. by and 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 of necessity because of the ending of the movie the the song happens that timeline cannot exist. Because that timeline was predicated on them not figuring out the song, not writing the song. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, we can by the way, there's a side note here that Rufus was wrong. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, the future is wrong. They have always said, Bill and Ted, write a song. And then for some reason, they decide in this movie, Preston Logan write a song at 7.17 p.m. at MP46, which was the weirdest. I was like, I know that's going to end up being a stupid reveal at the end. Um, Which it was. Yeah. Um, And and Tripp called it. Actually, no, I'm sorry. When I saw that in the trailer, Preston Logan write a song, I went... Oh, so it's the daughters. Like as soon as they played that in the trailer, I went, "Oh, it's the daughters." And then I called or you would just it say like Bill and Ted. Trip yeah. called it before he ever even saw the first but, trailer. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> but I always call it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't know why they didn't just say <laughs> the so wild stallions. <laughs> you don't know why what? Why they didn't just say the wild stallions and then say, "Oh yeah, the daughters became part of the band, so now it's all the wild stallions yeah. and you know, all your or for that matter, or or you know what? Let's rewrite the movie because you're right. Except I'm gonna go one step further and say the band was who everyone in all of space and time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we're all wild stallions. That's a better ending to the movie. 
And that's sorry about your eardrums. And that's when Logan wrote a song, and you're like, okay, well, huh? I wonder who it is. Mm. I wouldn't change the name. Really, was Bill and Ted. The only the only people that actually knew what happened was the people that were on that highway. Like the people that could hear the sound of the music yeah, on that yeah, highway. Yeah. Those okay. are the only people right. that knew. So let's get into did they follow their own rules? We've kind of drifted into nope. this already here. <laughs> Things they got wrong. Um, we already talked about the older versions of the the other us's remember the same things, but somehow things turned out differently. Oh yeah. no, so they're going to do the thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, the yeah, thing. yeah. Also related, they don't know the path they took. But they do take the buckets off eventually, so they know where they're going to be. Right, right. And even <laughs> Why did they just meet them at the bottom of the window? Yeah. And even if they didn't know that, <laughs> they still point. know they're getting to the phone booth. Yeah, so just run so, to the phone booth. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they didn't that do was, that. That was a clever bit there when he was yeah. like, we have to do something we couldn't possibly remember. And I was like, how, how, they gonna how do, do you do that? And they're like, buckets Put, on the head. Yeah, buckets on the head gonna fall the out thing. of a window. Smack themselves with hammers after they do, after they Yeah, that's away. what I thought. I thought they were going to somehow give themselves yeah. amnesia or something. Um, okay, so why didn't Kelly and her mom, oh, and all of mankind know more about the song? Yeah. Is this it's like supposed everyone's to, forgotten they have, what the song actually They was. have pictures of Bill and Ted. They have albums from, I'm sorry, of, of you know, Wild Stallion's music. They have all of these things. They they can pinpoint, by the way, the, the directory in the phone booth. Did y'all notice that Bill and Ted would dial in numbers? And they weren't dialing in numbers to say, go to this place in this time. All they were saying was, go to Bill and Ted two years in the future. Yeah. And it oh. put them next to the building they were in. So that's how the direct that's how well the directory is listed. Wow. And we won't get into how the that would have to be an infinite a book with infinite pages. But yeah. They know that much about Bill and Ted's lives, but don't know the single most important fact of their lives. The song. What was the song? Why is there even confusion about whether or not they died versus they wrote it? Those are such okay. wildly different things. Okay. Rufus talked about the prophecy. No, sir. Prophecies are about the future. <laughs> you meant historical fact. <laughs> when you said prophecy, you mispronounced historical fact this is something that's different things history you know what a prophecy is it's like i'm sorry an historical fact it's like a 100 percent accurate prophecy in the other direction (laughs) (laughs) in the other direction the opposite timeline point your time arrow backwards how are they this confused about what happened that it could either be they died or they wrote a song that brought the world together. I mean, it right. has been 700 years, but like, wouldn't they keep yeah, historical facts of this exactly what okay. has yes, formed this their is a civilization prophecy. for we are going hundreds to of years? Them. If the historical fact slash prophecy was Preston Logan perform a song at 7.17 p.m. on whatever the date was. I don't remember what the date was. At MP46. I mean, they had everything except for latitude and longitude. Oh, yeah. They know that, but they don't. How do you take that as a, quote, prophecy and misinterpret it to mean, oh, maybe it means Bill and Ted were killed by an assassin robot from the future. It was <laughs> like at a different what? place. Right, not even close place. to the time, the time period, the place. Right, none of it. None of those things. I, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so why, why doesn't, why isn't there a very clear record? They know at two junctions, 
that if they don't pass the English test and then if they get killed by the, the evil robot us's, that the future won't ever happen. But they don't know where the song was written. Excuse me, where it was performed. They don't know what, by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way, why is there not a recording of that playing in every mall in America? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. The song that united the universe isn't on Spotify anymore? Is it anywhere? Sorry, I meant future Spotify. Like they don't, they don't have a recording of it. I just don't understand where this confusion of they died comes from. Yeah. There must be a song. Okay, there has to be a song. Okay, yeah. so this gets in. About. This gets in my next question. My next question was, what was on the thumb drive yeah, that right. old Bill gave to them? Because old Ted hit play, and there's. Part of the song. We got to hear part, part of the song, of the song huh? which, by the way, sounded nothing like the song that was playing at the end. Not because it wasn't. And, and Bill and Ted are like, who is that on the guitars? It's us, dude. Like, we really do have it in us. And I'm like, okay, well, what was that? Was that the, like, three seconds of guitar that they actually played during the concert? That that's what we were listening to? Hmm. But secondly, like, where was that recorded? Because, again, like, okay. It was okay. probably just another fake. Because those super old Teds were just the last Bill form of, yeah, super old Bill and Ted were just the last form of all the other ones that this entire time have oh, been trying to trick. Because they'd them. already done a, they'd already done a fake version. Yeah. Where it was a Dave, by the way, apparently. No pressure, Dave Grohl, but you do have to write the greatest song ever heard because according to Bill and Ted, oh, you're yeah. going to in about six years. <laughs> So good luck with that one, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. You thought Everlong was good. Wait till you hear oh, yeah. that song. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, Corbin, I think you nailed it on the head. That was essentially evil Bill and Ted, like uh, broken Bill and Ted from the yeah. future playing one last trick on them. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Uh-oh. But we saw their wives leave them right then, but also the ones... From the past, their wives had already left. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like the princess B plot at all. Mm. I did not understand the fact that they left. Uh, okay, because I thought they were. I'm sorry, that was actually the C plot. Because the A plot is Bill and Ted trying to find the song. The B plot is Billy and Ted. Uh, Billy and Teddy. <laughs> Billy and Thea. Trying, trying to, to put together the band to play the song. Yeah. And then the C plot is the princesses go on adventures. That we don't see. That we don't see. That's all. the fourth movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the only and, reason they had it there. Bill and Ted's wives go on a journey. <laughs> so, okay. Corbin, I think you nailed it. I think that was I think that was them doing another fake out just to try and make it something, make it work. Yeah. Just because we didn't write the song. Doesn't mean somebody couldn't write the song. So maybe this was another, maybe this was another uh, Dave Grohl. Uh, who knows? <laughs> so you've now made two. That's right. Songs He's made two songs. Yeah. 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 Uh, I hope I hope you're listening, Dave. You, you, yeah, you yeah. owe us now. So, but okay. Here's one of my problems with sort of the and I, and I don't know if we're still talking about the time travel element or plot elements here, but it seems to me like they're. Let me ask you, did, was there a song written that saved the universe? No. 
Expound. I Expound. It, it, Defend your it answer. Wasn't, it wasn't written. They didn't yeah, write they didn't anything. Write they a just, song. a bunch of people Everyone started strumming C. on a guitar. Let me go even further. Was trumpets. there a song that saved the universe? No. It wasn't so. a song. What happened? It was a bunch uh-huh. of people. Everyone played at the same time and then they were. It seemed more like it was everyone playing music together and uniting. Okay, so the the, the quote prophecy was that the song would unite humanity throughout space and time. It wasn't, and it was quite an escalation of what it was originally. Oh yeah, and I did love that. They're like, uh. What? <laughs> is this new? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ted, Ted's dead. Yeah. Wait, is that part new? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Okay. All right. So you're you're hitting on what I was what I was trying to coalesce somehow. Somehow, it's not that someone wrote a piece of music and then performed it in such a way that it united humanity. It was the act of humanity, humanity uniting. Yeah. That united humanity. Who could have guessed? Yeah. (laughs) I guess that would explain why there's no recording of the song. If it's just people from all time periods at all All time playing music. So, yeah. So, the prophecy, did they ever, up until now, did they ever say? They out the prophecy. I don't think at any point they ever said this is what the prophecy Because they don't know. I'm I'm trying to remember from the first two movies, did they say you would write a song or did they say you would perform a song or play a song? Because can, can we agree that they did perform a song? Kind of. Yes. They performed. Okay. They performed they played some music. Therefore yeah. Performed a song. Exactly. Exactly. So it wasn't really that we wrote a, gosh, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, this really makes the, the meaning of it a lot deeper that it wasn't that two guys made some art that was so powerful somehow that it united, united humanity it was, it was that humanity united to create rock the song music. uh yeah like for why for whatever reason and with whatever artistic result but it takes it out of the hands of two guys saving the universe two. or saving the future or saving the planet or what <laughs> like it escalated with every movie it takes it out of two guys save everyone to everyone saves each other. That's true. Mm. Which, good grief, 2020. Could Aww. we use that message right now? Oh, yeah. Um, there were a lot of the reviews that I read about them. I tried, 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 tried to stay away from any reviews because I didn't want any spoilers. But a lot of what I was seeing was basically like sobbing and tears at the end of this movie. Um, like, why sad. can't we get this all the time? <laughs> why can't this be yeah. our love? Somebody, one of the headlines I saw, you know, was like Bill and Ted review, and it was like the unbridled optimism that we need oh, right yeah. now. Or like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what it was. It's like you know, we can still do this. We we can still save the day. So, um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So there wasn't a song that united humanity. It was humanity united and created a song. <laughs> apparently apparently so um paradoxes do, do have we, we're rambling we're not we're not really following the script here oh, yeah. have we talked about the premise of each movie being a bootstrap paradox including this one i, I guess mean, we have yeah, i kind of yeah i already I did a rundown of that yeah, yeah honestly i feel like we talk about bootstrap paradoxes enough anyways all, that all our time. listeners will know anyway oh i don't mean defining it i just mean like as it appears in you know in this oh, yeah. in this movie I mean, here yeah Obviously. Yeah. Except for this one, it was a bootstrap with a hole in it. 
as we discussed. <laughs> with another hole and another uh, hole. And another hole. And, and then everything's yeah. wrong with it. <laughs> it's a strap with a series of holes. <gasps> it's a belt. <laughs> <laughs> what it is. is it's, it's, and when you loop it around, it's a big hole. In the <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think there was any. Was there anything else, guys, time travel related that, that we want to hit on this? I mean, no. we basically covered it all. Yeah, for what we can right now. We oh, could yeah. talk forever. Just as a reminder, Noobs in the Whovian is brought to you by guys like Jared and Victor. If you find value in what we're doing the way they do, and you want to give a little bit of value back, here's what you do. Head on over to noobsinthewhovian.com slash support, and you can find all the different ways that you can support us. Become a supporter uh, sponsoring an episode, sponsoring a season, or become a monthly ongoing Patreon and get rewards like being shouted out on the show or maybe appearing on the show if you mm-hmm. If you want to go for the gold on that one there. So, all right, head on over to noobsinthewhovian.com slash support and find out how you can become a supporting patron of family-friendly independent media today. So, was it good, guys? So, remember, we always break this up on the timey-wimeys. Was it a good story? And then, was it a good time travel story? So, trip. Uh, what? <laughs> don't, don't pronounce that into the mic, please. Well, yeah. <laughs> Trip, I'm going to ask you very calmly and collectedly, was this a good movie? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to hold back the excitement. According to So how do you really feel about it? (laughs) I I would say if if you had to give this like an objective out of ten rating on how much the audience in the theater laughed out loud. Oh, yeah. This would have to be like an 8, a 9, yes. yeah. 9.5. Very high. There were so amazing. many moments. Where everybody was just laughing. At the just so it much. Was, just so much. It's a good experience being around people again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe that's what it was. I, I maybe this movie that. sucked. Uh, <laughs> but we were just glad to be outside again. <laughs> or not outside, because we were, we were actually inside, but... Trips like this movie was ten times better than it deserved to be simply because there were because other human yeah, beings other that people. don't share that much DNA with me. Um, yeah, and and I said this earlier. Um, this movie, it was stupid. It, it was really dumb. Is. No, it was silly. That's the point. It was That's slapstick. To be. The robot was the dumbest. It was an insult to so, cinema and film. It was supposed and to be it that. was great. That's what it's okay? supposed to be. It was great. And that's the thing that I realized is like, I remember watching, I, I kind of had this meta moment watching this movie and thinking, were the other movies this terrible? And I went, no, they were no. worse because oh, yeah. they didn't even have the same production quality as this one. Oh yeah. I gotta say, like the CGI was yeah, so much better than oh, painting heaven. Yes, uh, I leaned over to trip when they when they were opening the gates of hell, and you could see like the volcanoes like, and the flying what? demons. Yeah, like, and I was like, way better budget than they oh, had yeah, in the last one, sure. right, trip? And he was yeah, like, oh yeah. Um, we it just so happens that in preparation for this, we rewatched Bogus Journey what like a week ago because yeah, Brayden yeah, hadn't, seen, hadn't it. seen it, and um and and just oh, oh my, my gosh, goodness. watching it again, we were like, oh that heaven scene. <laughs> it's like, why? Trip literally went, why is it painted? Why is it a drawing? <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say have done anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had so. So much fun watching this movie. So oh, yeah. we've been back to the movies a couple of times since the shutdown. Oh, yeah. um, we've been doing these five dollar welcome back classics or what comeback classics where they're showing like, like older movies for five bucks. And oh, so yeah. we've been going. And so we saw like the live action Beauty and the Beast, which I had never seen before. 
And then we watched The Goonies, which the kids hadn't seen, but I had. And I was rewatching The Goonies, and I'll be honest with you, I don't think it held up for me. I think it was amazing. (laughs) It was great. It was great. Okay, the way you feel about it now is the way I felt about it then. And watching it this time, I was like, I don't know. I'll watch Samwise Gamgee take Thanos on an adventure. <laughs> nah, whatever. But um, but watching this, what? The, okay, the the movie going experience for this movie was on the level to me. Maybe this sounds like blasphemy of Endgame, where what? it was going to the movie to see Bill and Ted face the music and being in the theater with other big big fans of the franchise and laughing at the same stuff together. To me, was the was the same kind of experience that I had watching uh, Avengers Endgame because it was this. De- okay, with Endgame, it was a decade long buildup. Yeah. With Bill and Ted, it was a three Sorry. decade buildup. Yeah. It was paying off storylines from years in the past. It was inside jokes. It was references. Yeah. It was new things as well. It was laughing at was silly, stupid stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was high budget. This was a fun movie-going experience. And like I said right before we hit record, I'm glad we saw it in the theater, but I wish we also owned it on video on demand because I wish we could have watched it like four times before recording. Then we would have been like, oh yeah, this definitely sucks. No, uh, no. But I, I do not regret seeing it in the theater. Because oh yeah, to me, definitely first time. Yes. You have to see Even it. better experience because the movie was great. The experience was even better. Mm-hmm. So Corbin, what do you think overall? Was it a good story? I thought it was great. I'm going to give it. Three thumbs up. Three thumbs up out of we're not having a rating system. <laughs> so we have yes with like 16 exclamation marks. Absolutely. In all caps. Three thumbs up. Yeah, and three thumbs up. So was it a good time travel story? No. Uh, no. no, not There was really. nothing. It, it was horrible. They the more we talked nothing, about it, the yeah. more I realized it is it just doesn't make it's sense. Just, yeah. Whatsoever. Okay, in, in, along the same vein, my rating is going to be it was fun but dumb. And by that, I mean, it was a fun time travel story. Oh, yeah. But it was a dumb time travel story. Yeah, and again, for sure. One of the things that we've talked about, like an ongoing theme for the Timey Wimey episodes, is you can't do time travel movies well. No. Like, it's really. almost impossible. It's so hard to do. Everything okay. if you, consistent If you're not, is, like, a big yeah. guy and you're not trying to figure out, like, like, if you're just going along with it, like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. You can't rewrite that. Oh, yeah. Sure, Once whatever. you start overanalyzing it, like we do, like it's oh, yeah. our job on this Like we figured out that Meet the Robinsons actually does make sense. <laughs> right, right. Um, that's the thing is, yes, there were inconsistencies. But to me, it's it was not en- it was not inconsistent enough that it pulled me out of the movie. Mm, if yeah. I had not had a notebook on my tray like a podcasting nerd <laughs> and was just watching this movie. Oh, yeah. Fine. It's great. It's, it's only in the analysis that I'm like, wait, wait a, a minute. minute. Yeah, you know, that's but not. Listen, go do Back to the Future. Yeah. Full oh, of holes. Yeah. Full of holes. The thing right? is, you in can game, make one. In game, we talked about. Yeah, full of holes. For sure. All kinds yeah. of holes. So, yeah. Anyway, you, you can make a story that is theoretically perfect, but it'll probably be incredibly boring. It's not fun to watch whatsoever. Yeah, when you try and introduce things like plot lines and, and oh, yeah. character development, you know, it's consistent it's not story work. writing. Yeah, well, who likes you know, that? Who like? <laughs> so, who Corbin, what was that? your what was your rating for? Was it a good time travel no, story? Bad, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Corbin, what would you rate this? Bad. <laughs> Every thumbs up or thumbs down? Watched. Bad. <laughs> no, no sense. <laughs> what was the one? What was one that we? Somebody's rating was no. 
<laughs> I don't remember what it was. It's like it was like, what would you give this out of ten? No, <laughs> I don't um, remember who said that. Somebody, me for one of the classic. Not, probably. <laughs> oh yeah, that, classic. That food. sounds no, like definitely. that sounds like what it was. What, no. what would you give this out of ten? No. no. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So for the game plan next week, we are going to be doing series eight, episode six, entitled "The Caretaker." Well, y'all guys, and I'm gonna be. I'm gonna spoil this episode she for you. Cares, are you ready? So I don't have are you to. ready? I'm gonna spoil the whole episode for you. I don't remember a single uh, thing. <laughs> I remember uh, nothing about that. Uh, what a spoiler, Dad. Now yeah. we know it's about the silence. How uh, dare you? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Internal consistency. Um, no, because, uh, because, like I said, the only thing more wibbly-wobbly than the, than the content of our show is the scheduling of our show. So y'all um, guys will be doing this next week. We will. we will. Yeah, we are. We are literally uh, within hours of of uh, pressing stop on this episode. We're going to go watch episode five, mm-hmm. Time Heist. So, so we haven't seen Time Heist, which means we haven't watch. seen the next time. Yeah, that gives me any clue what Caretaker is about. So yeah. I am in the dark. I don't remember. Um, I'm so finding no spoilers that, this time. That's right. I'm finding that to be the case with uh, Capaldi. Uh, like I'm going, <laughs> I don't remember that one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that at all by the title, which is <laughs> odd because it's the most recent. It's one. The most recent episodes that I've seen. Yeah, it's it, the receding. Well, he is the, the oldest guy. So you're losing your memory. What it is, it's because I was older when I was watching him. He is so, so I was more. For, I was more forgetful. By the time, anyways. I have what? That is News in the Hoobie. It is a production of Masterclass at Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. I'm Trip. Our production editor is the other guy. I'm Corbin. Special thanks to not Tardis.wikia. What, what did we use this time? Wikipedia, Wikipedia IMDb, and IMDb and our own knowledge yes, for the, the trivia. Wiki for That's right. And shout outs as always to Victor and Jared for their Patreon support. Head on over to noobsandthehoovian.com and you can find all of our social media links, our email addresses, and how you can support us there. Uh, let's see, guys. Oh, wait. What happened to my huh? notes? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, wherever you found us, make sure that you subscribe, leave us a rating, uh, share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. Until next time, my name's Austin. I'm the Hoobie, and these are my sons, Corbin and Trip, And, and we're, we're the, the noobs. noobs. And as always, be safe if you can, <laughs> but always be amazing. Goodbye. <laughs>